This is The Story of Us, and I'm Valerie. I'm Herson. This program is dedicated to helping couples unlock the power of their unique usness. Every couple is as unique as a person's fingerprint. We're here so that together we can further discover your usness. Let's start the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Story of Us, Herson and Valerie. I am Herson. And I am Valerie. And we're so glad that you decided to come back. Maybe this is the first time listening to the show. Uh, We're glad you're here. Uh, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? You got stuck? I got got stuck. I I was like, yay, you're here. (laughs) I looked at you and were like, oh no, I have to speak. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something. (laughs) We are at um, Forest Haven, and this episode is brought to you by Forest Haven. This is a place for pastors that is um, like a retreat center, a beautiful little apartment that you can come in Bradford, New Hampshire, get away. The Bible calls, Jesus says, come away with me and I will give you rest. And uh, a lot of our friends, our pastor friends, it's one of the areas where we lack. And so we'd love it if you went to www.foresthaven.com. Your stay here is free. Uh, you, you have all the amenities of home, except Val. Explain the spiritual atmosphere here. I just as soon as you walk in, um, I mean the decor is nice. You know, it's a very quaint uh, place. It's quiet. It's so quiet, which. But in my earlier years, I could never imagine being in a place long enough with this much quiet. But now, as I've grown, I've learned to really appreciate this time alone in a way um, from just the hustle and bustle of every day. And as soon as you come in, there's just this peaceful um, atmosphere in this place. And I just I don't want to leave. I've been here. We got to leave tomorrow. Yep. Technically, we were supposed to leave yesterday, yep. but um, it's just so good in here that I'm Great. getting so much work done and and resting and resting, and, and it's just and... it's just awesome. Uh, so um, check out Forest Haven. Tell them Herson and Valerie sent you. Um, they're very proud to have us, and they know uh, we told them that uh, that um, that we're going to be making these announcements, and they're happy to sponsor um, this program. Uh, we'll be right back after a word from Melody, our daughter. Hi, this is Melody, and you are listening to My Parents on the Story of Us. My mom and dad have opened up time in their 2020 calendar to bring the story of us to an event near you. If you would like to book them for a marriage conference, couples retreat, or a Sunday service, you can submit your request via email at hersonandvalerie at gmail.com or send us a message on our Facebook page using the handle at hersonandvalerie. Back to you, Mom and Dad. Thank you, Melody. Appreciate it. If you want to see us in person, we'd love to see you. And if you listen to this show before February 8th, you can catch us uh, at... uh, Restoration Worship (laughs) Center. Eli, I forgot the name of your church. (laughs) It's RWC, Restoration Worship Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. On February 9th, Sunday, February 9th. And we'll be doing the three services there. We'll be doing the uh, the nine o'clock. 
I think nine o'clock, 10.30, and I don't know what it is. I do not have the calendar in front of me, so I refuse to quote. Yeah, so we're going to be there three times, you know, show up, would love to see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we are continuing our series, really kind of we're starting it. Uh, we're starting to talk about what those um, emotional needs are. Now, in order to really appreciate this and the following episodes, you really got to go back and listen to the episode that is about the emotional needs, our previous episode. Um, so uh, if you have time, do that now before we go forward. But we'll try to make it so that it makes sense no matter what. Yes, um, it, it is. It is the foundation to everything that we're going to be speaking to for the next uh, 10 weeks. So for the next 10 chapters of this podcast, you're going to be able to listen to any one of them in any particular order. That's right. But I would just recommend that the very first podcast would be the first one you listen to. So it sets up everything else. That's right. So today we're talking about affection. And just to lay down the groundwork, we believe based on a book that Valerie and I uh, found called The Ten uh, his needs, her needs. Um, this phenomenal book helped us in the very tough time in our marriage. It helped us. And so we use it a lot when it comes to uh, counseling. Uh, we don't do a lot of uh, conflict resolution counseling. We believe that if we can help people rediscover the feeling of love, then God will do the rest with your hard work, with your, with you, if you listen and pay attention to the to the to the teaching and the principles and with out of all the resources that we've had at our disposal right th this book has been the one that has merited to us the most that we would dedicate the next 10 um episodes to this yeah so uh, today we're talking about the emotional need of affection now uh there are some people out there i think i'm i'm one uh that that is a high affectionate i like to give affection I like to receive affection. Um, and so affection is the expression of care. It symbolizes security, protection, comfort, and approval. It's a vital ingredient in every relationship. And, and even for those people that don't think they, they want or need it, it's kind of an important way to make love feel, uh, uh, the, make you feel the feeling of love. And affection, um, it's almost like part of the nervous system of the emotions you know it sends signals it sends messages it doesn't um uh it, it's not something that you give off and it doesn't bring about uh, uh some kind of information with it so there are things that happen when i choose to give affection to my husband when uh, when i get close to him or um he loves when i scratch his back or, yes. you know, just scratch his head. I guess scratch, as long as I'm scratching. I just, no, I'm, I like when you rub my back yeah. or hold my hand or kiss my yeah. forehead. Or... You know, one of, the, one of the things that we often do is um, we can get pretty busy. And my husband's office is in the second floor of our home. <laughs> and every once in a while, you know, he'll just come down. And just to give me a kiss, reconnect, and go right back. Yep. And those things, that's affection. Those are the yep. things that they're meaningful. Affection is meaningful. You don't ever just um, give without any meaning behind it. Because when you give someone affection, when one spouse is affectionate toward the other, 
you send a couple of messages and and the first message you send with affection this is not sex this is affection no and there's a big difference um it sends a message saying you are important to me i'm going to care for you i'm going to protect you i walk by valerie and 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 she if she's cooking or she's doing dishes i'll come up behind her just wrap my arms around her and i'll hug her and you know i'll pretend like oh my god no stop it i love it i love it the more she the more she says no the harder i want to squeeze <laughs> um because at the end of the day men are hunters and i'll teach you guys about this later women you got to be wise you got to let your husband hunt anyway that's yeah. not that's not about not, this. not too much but yeah <laughs> no 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 hunt you not someone yeah. else <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm saying even like don't make yourself too hard to get right. you're a sure thing you married uh, we're, 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 we're we're getting off base yes. <laughs> uh, what affection offers people is i want to care for you i will protect you and it's significant yeah and it says i'm concerned about you i'm concerned about whatever it is that you're facing whatever problems are before you you're you're just making yourself available and just sending that signal that i'm with you in whatever situation you're going through yeah. i i care about you care is such an important uh, part of a relationship mm -hmm. when I think one of the things that is uh, one of the greatest love killers is the lack of care. If you feel yeah. that somebody doesn't care for you, doesn't care about what you're thinking, what you're going through, um, then you feel isolated. And when you feel isolated, it makes a relationship um, unworth it. Like, like you just think, why even bother being in a relationship if I'm in it? by myself anyways and, and some people would look at this emotional need and say ah, esa tontería. it's yeah. just silly you know but really really a simple hug can say those things you're important to me i care about you i'm here to protect you i'm here to be your confidant i'm here to be a wall around you to, to really that, that's what it, a simple hug that that kind of affection starts to say that a greeting card that, that says, I love you. You know, my wife doesn't care much for flowers, but even now, every now and again, I'll get her flowers because it's a way that I want to say, look, I love you. You know, these flowers represent this love, this care. And you know what? Uh, 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 holding hands. One of my things, one of my favorite things to do, uh, because I think I saw my parents do it. Uh, when we were growing up, all eight of us would be in a van because it was took that many to I took a van to get us around <laughs> uh my mother and father would be driving especially when we went on trips and uh and there was always a time in our drive where my father's hand would go off the steering wheel and go just by his side open and my mother's hand would just drop right into his hand and that to me for many years and still is is a picture of love and affection that with their eight kids in the back of the car they would be driving with this chaos and they're holding hands. Yeah. That picture meant and still means so much to me. Yeah. And it, it, affection, it, because it creates a bond, mm. an emotional bond where, um, you know, it, it, it just brings you together. It's simple things. I remember um, when we first got married, we would have, we would call it Chuito Digna time. 
you know, because they would sit. I don't remember this. They would sit with their coffee and crackers. Yeah. And <laughs> I do um, remember now. Do, so we wanted to make <laughs> sure. And it was just them. Like they could be there could be other people in the room, but they were just talking to one another. Mm-hmm. And it was just about them. So we started implementing some of that earlier on until I realized I hate coffee. I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> But um, it's those things, you know, with my parents, my parents are, you know, very affectionate. And it's one of these things where my mom always plays like she she doesn't. She always acts like she doesn't. Oh, but she oh, loves Victor. it. Oh, my God. She yeah. loves it. Uh, <laughs> but I, And he knows the game. He yes, loves he know, it. He knows He's the game. Good. So uh, just recently, this last time when they visited us and they were staying with us, um, one of the things that um, Herson does for me is... He dances. Whenever he starts dancing, he Let's not knows. Get to, okay. <laughs> I do. I, I enjoy making her laugh. I'm yes. not a great dancer. Yes. But, but that's, that's, he. But just, for her, I shake it. I do everything. Yes, he does. I want to make her laugh and smile. Yeah. So, But it's created something that the minute that I see him just move a certain way, I know it's coming. And it just, you know, I know he's doing it not because he's good at it, but because he wants me. In 20 years, I think I've gotten pretty good at he a is, couple moves. He's, he's very, very good. But <laughs> when my parents are visiting and I was having a conversation with my mom and my mom said to me, you know what your father does for me? And he said that he, I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what Herson does for me. And I just, it's just those things that, um, those actions that you take to let the other person know you're thinking about them. And you know what? I'm willing to make a fool out of myself if I need to, Mm -hmm. it's just that you can be happy. It's, it's, it's a way of communicating affection. It's, it's one of the things that I love about me and Val is that we can be in a room crowded with people. And our eyes will find each other. Mm-hmm. That's an affection. That's a care for one another. It's a romance. Yeah, that, and we'll co- and we'll builds. be able to communicate in yeah. that. There's. It's not just- most of the time. Valerie's saying, "Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get, get this person away from me." No, I'm kidding. No, no. I'm kidding. I'm not though. <laughs> No, it's just saying, I'd rather be with you. Oh, see That's that? what it's saying. So don't feel bad if you're the one that she was talking to. <laughs> and I came and said, honey, can I have a word with you? She wasn't getting away from you. She wanted to be with me. <laughs> yep, that's it. I can't live without your affection. Right. So affection for, for, for many people is sort of that essential cement for for the relationship more than sex more than more than all these other things you know affection can do it and without it a lot of people feel totally totally disconnected and alienated from the person that they love well you you may ask yourself am i in do i have a high need for affection because one of the things we want to clarify is that the need is um real whether it's being met or not that's right. When you have a these needs that we're talking about, your husband or your wife might be doing a great job at meeting that need, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still one of your top needs. Right. So when you look at um, defining how whether you are a person that has a high need of affection or not, we don't want it to be measured as a report card of what your husband or your wife is doing right or not doing right. It's introspective you have to look at yourself and just take out the information that you need to provide to your spouse so that they can help bring that 
feeling of love back. You know, if you don't know yourself, you can't expect your spouse to know you. Mm -hmm. And one of the most unfair things that I've said to Valerie, and in a way she said to me, is you should know this by now. And, and, and yes, certain people, you should know and learn people, but without specific communication, without one of the, one of the things that they teach you in, in, in any area of management is that you cannot discipline a behavior that you didn't teach Mm -hmm. prior, you know, in other words, you, you, you can't get angry for someone doing something that you never taught them. And we are so guilty of that. Yeah. We just assume that the person knows. Yeah. And then... Well, they've been with me forever. They should know. Yep. They should be paying attention. Yeah. You know, but sometimes, you know what? They just don't know. I We've had... Um, we've counseled so many different couples. And um, we've had um, husbands and wives. And they're like, you know, deer caught in headlights. You know, where they just... I just don't know. I don't know what they want. I don't know what they need. You know, and that the and the other person is just so stubborn about wanting them to just know it that they don't take the time to just communicate it. And the minute that they communicate it, the other person is like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Like, I could do that. That's simple. Yeah. You know, but if you don't communicate it, then you're you're never going to get in return um, what you are already not receiving because you're expecting it, but you're not receiving it. So if you're not receiving it, why not instruct? Yeah. And 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 if you are that person that really you find and you're listening to us talk today and you say, you know what, that's me. I, I need affection. Um, when you feel emotionally bonded to someone, when you're affectionate, if you feel terrific when your spouse is affectionate and you feel terrible when there's not enough affection, then this is a high emotional need for you. Mm hmm. When you make your list, don't forget this is important to you. May yeah. not be number one, may not be number two, but it, it, if if it matters to you, make sure you give it the value, the place on the list. We're going to give you 10 of these. Make sure that you remember how you feel when you heard this podcast and, and how you feel when you're with your spouse in the area of um, affection. A practical way of looking at it is if... You're one of these people, which we find very often, um, and it's usually women who want husbands to initiate dates or some kind of gesture, or maybe even just picking up the phone during the day and just making a phone call and just making sure that, you know, that they're thinking about if, if you're not getting these things and you, it just throws you off and it messes up everything else you know, in the house. By the time that he comes in, you already have an attitude. You're already upset. And he's like, that's what? Fun. That's yeah, so much fun. It's to so much into. great to come home, yeah. you know, to the attitude. <laughs> but if you find yourself going there um, to a place of anger because you're not receiving things, this, then this need of affection is a high need for you. And your responsibility is to do a better job at communicating it to your spouse, because you might think that they know, but that might not be the necessary, necessarily the truth. At the, at the end of the day, um, when you think about having your needs met, uh, for me and Valerie and, and those of us uh, that share the same faith, uh, that's what draws us to God and the person of Jesus. He loved us while we were his enemies. 
-hmm. He loved us first. He draws us in with his love and he meets our greatest needs. And the greatest need we had was to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And and if in your God relationship, in your walk with God, um, this feeling of affection, this feeling of closeness to God is gone missing, I, I submit to you that you have to go back and build this. Remember what he's done for you. And remember what it feels like to have the presence of the Holy Spirit. I mean, you know, I we happen to be Pentecostal. We, we happen to... to, to but you don't have to be a Pentecostal to experience the warmth, the love, the affection of God through the person of the Holy Spirit that, that is brought to you by Jesus. You can feel that. And and maybe your walk with God kind of seems far. And I don't know really why I'm saying this tonight. This is not what this is about. But, but I just want to say this. If you're walking with God, but you don't feel the love. Mm-hmm maybe you've lost that affection that 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 kind of caring for and feeling cared for by him he's certainly doing everything that he needs to do to make you feel cared for are you still listening are you still looking and seeing what god is doing to show you just how much he loves you if you look at the scriptures it clearly takes a relationship between a husband and a wife to describe the relationship between God and us. And many times we fall into this mindset of we are attached to God out of obligation, out of an initial commitment that we've mm. made. Like a marriage, yeah. Like marriage. You know, we think, you know, we're stuck here. Um, but God really doesn't care about me because if God cared about me, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have some of the needs that I have. Right. So we fall into this thing and we lose the God that does care. I mean, the whole gospel begins by um, uh, the scripture that says, for God so loved the world that he gave, he came. And I think that we look in the example of Jesus Christ, all he needed to do was come and died on the cross I'm saying all he needed, right? Um, Live a perfect life, come and die on the cross and forgive us of our sins. But I say all he needed to do, um, I say say that sentence because he did not have to perform miracles. He did not have to forgive. To meet our needs. um, Like that woman that everybody else was accusing and Mm. was ready to solve. He didn't have to do all these things. He could have achieved salvation without the affection. And I think these Mm. miracles and all these things, that is God's way of showing us affection. That woman that said, um, you know, I want to be able to eat off the table. And he says, you know what? I, I, I can't. It's it's like giving to the dogs. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, even the dogs eat from the crumbs off the table. In other words, it wasn't time for salvation to reach someone that wasn't in, in the group allotted. But Christ in his affection and his grace and his mercy was able to fulfill the need of of this this woman. We see the example of going out of your way to make someone else feel and good and cared for in Jesus Christ. And that that is why we can model Christ in our marriage. We can go out of our ways. We get so stuck all mm-hmm. the time in what our own needs are. But the secret of really satisfying those needs is when you find the husband, that that wife, that um, 
God appointed you and you just focus on meeting their needs. As you meet their needs, you're going to find someone that is going to reciprocate, reciprocate the action. And you're going to feel more satisfied than ever. Can I tell you something? What, baby? You're cute. Oh, it's so cute. Is that some affection coming my no, way? No, I'm just looking at you and you look cute with your little glasses and your little tinto. I know. I love <laughs> I love podcast because I don't have to get dressed up. I'm sitting here in my robe, my nice little plush robe that my son right. Too um, much gave me for Christmas. TMI. Yeah, yeah. But I, You're but cute. I, That's I, all I'm thank saying. you. Thank you. It's, listen to me. Um, look, you may be in a situation right now where your marriage is kind of feeling loveless. Take our advice, start caring for each other and start showing affection again. You may like, you may be feeling like, well, they don't deserve it or I don't feel like it. Don't do what you feel, do what you know. Mm -hmm. Do what you know is gonna work. Stop letting your crazy heart lead you because it, because your heart is un, I mean, it's unreliable. Yeah. And if I can just interject, don't expect it to work on the first try. That's right. It has to, this is a commitment. We're gonna get an email, I tried it, it didn't work. <laughs> well, how many times you tried? Once. <laughs> yes, you know, because once, when you're hurt and when things are already not going right, all it takes is one error or one flaw to make you retract again. Yeah. But ask God for the courage and the wisdom to keep moving past the failures that are to come because this is trial and error you're just learning mm -hmm. and um it might not be received it might take a couple of times it might take listening to this podcast then going and reading the book yeah. by william f harley doctor um, dr william f harley <laughs> um his needs her needs in a fair proof marriage it might take reading the book and then coming back and listening to the podcast again or i don't seeing know us when we go somewhere oh, yeah, live seeing us where when we go live somewhere it might take just a few things you know a few events to make it part of just uh the uh, make it make it natural uh, make the responses natural. It won't just happen overnight. Don't expect, don't put that expectation. But I'll tell you what, overnight, you can have a different perspective. You can change. They, there's there's a, a change in attitude, a change in expectation is going to bring about a brand new process. And the same failures from yesterday, while you still won't be happy with them, it will give you a sense of hope that um that there is a change to come we want to encourage you it's going to get better if you don't give up it's going to get better it did for us and and the other thing is you have to try something new you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results you're going to have to try something different today we're saying try affection today it might be that you realize that you have a high need or your spouse more importantly, maybe your spouse has the need, a high need for affection. Try it. It'll bring, it'll start to bring back the feeling of love. And if, I mean, as Valerie says, go, let's go through this journey together. Get the book, do whatever you can, but let's make your usness the best it can be. You can, your, your marriage can improve. Your relationship can improve. It can in Jesus name. Each one of these are needs of every single human being. The order might not be 
um, we might not go through this list in the order of importance to you. We, Once you're done listening to the 10 different podcasts, you are going to be able to better inform your spouse on which one, um, which top five, we usually recommend the top five to, um, to be able to focus on those things. But affection, it doesn't take away that affection um, is a need, whether it's number 10 or number one is a need. So yeah. don't disregard it and say, oh, no, other things are more important. I'm going to, you, yeah, you attack the most important first, but affection is still part of the relationship, um, of the needs of the relationship. We're so glad you tuned in. There's so much more we can and will share with you, but we'll have to do it in our next episode. Uh, We're so glad that you tuned in. We're going to ask you very kindly, if you enjoyed this, if it was a blessing to you, share it with somebody else. Like it, subscribe. We want to know that you're part of our team. Amen. We're going to be sending out uh, emails and and whatnot. uh, So if you subscribe, you'll be able to to hear from us directly. And we want to hear from you. Send us messages on how this information is impacting your life. And uh, maybe whatever you want to share, we'd love to hear from you. We can't wait to hear the story of your unique usness. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.